With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. All right, guys. Tuesday morning. You know what that means. It's time for the dust to settle, the smoke to clear, the carnage to be seen. It's time for WTHH. What the hell happened when we look back at the week that was in primetime dynasty and it was a pretty good week um a lot of high score some high scores this week all kinds of things some divisions being clinched some playoff uh, positions being uh cemented um and all kinds of things um a couple highlights of the week and uh, we'll get to the uh, standings and we'll get to uh, the playoffs that they were to start this week et cetera et cetera and then we'll get to the games because that's why you come um just on the um recap slider there you'll see uh, Brawlers do lead the race for the final playoff spot. Um, very uh, Overall, a pretty high-scoring week. I know there weren't big total, high-point totals, but out of 12 teams, 11 of them are 100 points or more. It doesn't happen very often. Uh, Miners end their five-game skid in a very big way this week. Uh, but typical maniacs, too little, too late. They seem to always start out like 0-6, 0-7, and then they just come storming back. Seems like every single year. Uh, Care Bears, congratulations. Inaugural season, and they clinched the United Division title. Um, Miners, as I mentioned, then skin in a big way. High score of the week, first time this season, 151.16. And the Assassins hit the low score this week. And the low score was 95.84. Uh, I think that's the Assassins' third or low score of the week um, this year. Um, but you can see the low score of the week was 96. So pretty high-scoring week in that regard. Um, we'll look at the standings here next. Um, the United Division, as I mentioned, it is over now. Um, the Care Bears at ten and two, uh, Nightmare is seven and five, and uh, <coughs> excuse me, the Maniacs at four and eight on a two-game win streak. Here they come, uh, and then the Hellions at three and nine, who are going to be in a battle for Pink again. The American Division, we said it was going to be the most competitive division, at least I did, and I think many agreed with me, and it's kind of lived up to that. Uh, it's coming down to the last week. We got the Outlaws at eight and four, tough loss this week, and the Spectres at seven and five with a tough loss this week. Uh, and it's going to come down. I mean, and this is kind of how you script it. They play each other this week, so it could it could very well come down to uh, this week. Uh, week three of the season, the Outlaws beat the Spectres. So if they can win, obviously they clinch. If they lose. Uh, the head-to-head is 1-1, one, one, and then it go, goes to points, but inspectors actually have a slight advantage. So a lot of things can happen, and that's important because that's that number three seed. Uh, so uh, that's an important uh, spot right there. Uh, the Brawlers at 5-7, and seven, and then the Miners also at 5-7. So uh, a real competitive division here you can uh, pretty well see. And the National Division, which has been clinched, uh, let's see, this is week 12. So this has been uh, clinched since uh, week one. Um, actually, five preseason. Bruins at ten and two, uh, with a, on a four-game win streak. The Mercs at five and seven. Uh, LVD is at five and seven, and then three and nine for the Assassins, uh, uh, who are battling to avoid pink. 
excuse me, coffee break. If the playoffs were to begin today, the number one seed would be the Bruins, based on points. The number two seed would be the Compton Care Bears. The number three seed, based on today, is the Oakland Outlaws. The fourth seed is going to be the Kansas City Spectres. The number five seed would be the Omaha Nightmare. And then the sixth seed, believe it or not, is the five and seven Philadelphia Brawlers. And right now they have 1,430 points. The next closest is the Miners at 1,357. So we have about, what, a 70, no, 80, no, 73-point lead or so over the Miners. I don't want to say it's clinched because it's definitely not anything can happen. The 73 points in one week, uh, the Miners are going to need to throw everything in the kitchen sink uh, included in that at the Brawlers this week. Um, and then the Brawlers are going to really have to shit the bed. Um, the Mercs also at 13.37. They're 20 points behind, so they're about 93 behind. I don't see that happening. Uh, and I don't, I don't see anybody else who's even going to be close enough to, to – so it basically comes down to the Brawlers and the Miners uh, for that final playoff spot. Um, so it's looking like the American division is going to put three teams into the playoffs. Um, once we said at the beginning of the year, they were the best division – uh, and it only kind of seems, fit, seems fitting that that is going to happen. Um, so that's what uh, where I saw this week. That's where the playoffs would be if they would start this week. Obviously, they won't. Uh, and there's still a lot of seeding that can go on. I mean, let's not kid yourself. Uh, if the Care Bears lose and the Bruins win this week, you know, and the Bruins get that. But if the Bruins lose and the Care Bears win, and they get the number one seed. Uh, and, that, and that's a call-out in that second round of the playoffs. So that's important. And number three pick gets the call-out. You know, so that number three pick, uh, three seed between the Outlaws and the Spectres is important. So there's a lot riding on this last week of the season. All right, let's get to the games this week because that's why you come. First game is the Brawlers, 136.14 to the Spectres, 109.94. Um, this is kind of a me. I can understand and feel for the Spectres in this one because the big thing that happened in this one, too, and Jordan Matthews getting hurt, obviously Gronk getting hurt and pulling a zero. Um, the Eagles defense getting a zero. I mean, you two guys get zeros and still put up 110 points. Um, but obviously injuries, I mean, because the Brawlers, anyone, I've, I've had my share of injuries this year as well. Um, but the key with this game, if you look, was the number one key was the Spectres left a whopping 172 points on the bench with uh, Marquise Wilson, Devontae Adams, and Dontrell Inman all over 20 points as receivers. Uh, Latavius Murray is a 16. Josh Hill was at 13. Uh, he left a ridiculous amount of points on the bench. So that's one thing that what they'll happen. But really, what they'll happen, if you just compare starting lineup to starting lineup, obviously the injuries. Um, and then the, the Brawlers had a few more guys put up the big plays. Uh, Roethlisberger was over 20 on Thanksgiving. Chiefs defense outscored his defense by 15. That's a huge advantage right there. Um, and, he, and he should have been the stud of the week. Um, and that was Manny Sanders at 25.70 points. Um, and, and if I go on to make the playoffs this year, it's because of Manny Sanders right here. That huge, huge performance on Sunday night um, just gave me a, a pretty big week. And like I said, I won this week on the scoreboard, but I won more importantly in the points race, which all I had to do is stay close to the Miners uh, and the Mercs. In effect, I outscored the Mercs by 30, which basically ended their season. And the Miners had a big week, and Manny Sanders putting up this 25, kept me real close to them. So Manny should have been the stud of the week this week, even though I didn't have the best week out of any players this week. But a few more big plays um, against a few injuries for the Spectres in-game. And what the hell happens? For all this pool, uh, eke out a win. 
Nightmare against the Maniacs. Final score, Maniacs 124.64 to 104.44 for the Nightmare. Uh, and Mark Ingram uh, could have been the stud of the week. Just a huge game at 29. He's been really good ever since he acquired it. He just ran over his old team. But Beckham at 26, Michael Thomas at 27. When you put three guys at 26 or above, um, you're going to have a pretty decent week. Even when the rest of your team, I mean, your quarterback gets 10, Gurley gets 10, then you're going to have 5, 2, 6, 4, and 3. I mean, so the key thing is those big-time performances. Cam Newton was pretty good with 20 points. Justin Tucker has been huge this season, but he was at 21 points, his high score of the week. Uh, Travis Kelsey at 18. So he had a few big-time performances, but the difference is in a 20-point win was a f- three guys with big, huge performances, 29, 26, 27. Those three guys, if you take the big three on each team, <coughs> we'll go with Newton, we'll go with I could have been Brandon Cooks as a week, but uh, Kelsey and Justin Tucker, you take his three high-point guys and you take the Maniacs' three high-point guys, the difference between the three high-point guys on each team is about 20-some points, and that's the margin of victory in this one. Care Bears against the Hellions. Oh, Hellions were a fight. They put up a fight here. They were game 118 even to 103.64. Um, if you look at the Hellions, we'll continue to say the only bright spot with Zeke at 25 again, he's been all uh, bargained for plus some this year. Uh, Carson Wentz was decent. I mean, he's up to 18 points, 254 yards passing. Uh, we got a rushing TD at 30 yards rushing or so. So he had a pretty good week right there. So, no, no, once again, some of his bright spots. So, again, Elliott continues to be his horse. Uh, and the Care Bears, as I've said many times this year, they, they've done enough to win, you know. Drew Brees was huge at 32. He could have been the stud of the week. Le'Veon Bell was just Le'Veon. Uh, and then you got Crabtree and Brandon Marshall who had good games and defenses. But other than that, there's not much. I mean, you got a zero from his kicker. You know, you got three from Thomas Rawls, only six from Forte, three from Allen Robinson. Uh, you know, so he, luckily he was playing the Hellions. It's nice in this division. Uh, oops, sorry about that there, Lonnie. Um, but the key is the, the big-time performances. If you look over at the Hellions, they had one, 25 from Elliott. If you look over Care Bears, they had two. We had 32 and 22 from Le'Veon and Drew Brees, respectively. Uh, but four guys in double figures for Henny, one uh, for, for Lenny, and one, two, three, four, five guys in double figures for the Care Bears. And the ones in double figures had few more points, and that's the 15-point differential in this game. Outlaws against the Miners. Final score, Miners in a big way, 151.16 to the Outlaws, 116.46. Uh, and this one, uh, was it started big on Thursday night, thanks to Antonio Brown putting up 30 points. Kaepernick was huge, putting up 33 points. Jordan Howard, Carlos Hyde also, and Tavon Austin and Benjamin also in double figures. Sprinkle in a little 10 from Golden Tate. I mean, when you have 10 starters, and basically nine are in double figures. Because if you look at Fleener, he had 9.9, 10, and Janikowski had nine. So when you have nine of your 10 guys, 90% of your guys are in double figures, you're going to have big weeks, and that equals 151.16 points. If you look at the outlaws, Shady was game. Uh, Ivory had 12, 18 from Matt Ryan, 13 from Jordy, 10 from Jimmy Graham. Uh, but if you look at this one, the difference is, and I'll round um, Matt Bryant and Greg Olson up to 10. So two, three, four, five, six, seven guys in double figures. Nine guys in double figures beat seven guys in double figures, uh, especially when two of those nine are at 30 points or more. 
And that's what they'll have in here. Recipe for big points in the minors delivered. When they need it, is it too little, too late? Mercs against LVD. Final score in a close one. LVD 109.44 to the Mercs 106.90. The stud and gut of the week came from this game. And the reason I picked these two is because they directly affected the outcome. The stud being Kirk Cousins. Anytime you throw for 449 yards, guess what? You're going to be in the running for stud of the week. Um, Kirk Cousins, 449 yards, three touchdowns, 30 points. And we lean over to the dud. Eric Ebron done uh, Thanksgiving Day. Goose eggs, eh, no turkey for you. No leftovers for you, buddy. Um, and the reason he's a dud, because they even two catches. Two catches for 10 yards, and guess what? Mercs win. That's why you're the dud, because all you need to do is catch the ball once or twice. Uh, but the Mercs, who've been on a roll for a little uh, lately here, Mike Evans was good. This one hurt, because not only did this one, they get another loss here, and they're going to finish with a losing record again. But this one basically eliminated them from playoff contention as well. Uh, and then LVD, they did enough to win. They had uh, Freeman at 20, Cousins, like I mentioned, at 30. Not much else, but he had 110 points. Two guys had 50. That's 45% or so of his points right there. Usually when two guys get 45% of your points, you don't win. But luckily, those two guys were huge, and the Mercs shit the bed more than LVD did, and that's what the hell happened there. And the last game of the week, the Bruins against the Assassins. Final score, Bruins 122.92 to the Assassins 95.84. Um, and it's the same old, same old for the Assassins. It's kind of like I'm talking about the Hellions here. Uh, the one bright spot week in and week out for the Hellions has been Zeke. Uh, for the Assassins, it's been Mariota. Um, you take off the first three weeks of the season or so, and this guy's been the best fantasy quarterback in the league. Uh, continues to put up two touchdowns every week and uh, lots of yards. He's sprinkling in some uh, rushing yards, 30, 40, 50 plus every week. Um, but other than that, there wasn't too much. Um, Derrick Henry got in the end zone, so maybe he's got a little bit of a future. But he had a few guys. You know, Dante Moncrief, Terrell Pryor. So he has some slightly bright spots. Um, but the problem is slightly bright spots get you 95 points, which gets you lost most weeks. And the worst problem is you're playing the high-scoring damn team in the league. And the Bruins, it's their lowest score in weeks, and they put up 123 points. Uh, but Aaron Rodgers does his thing. David Johnson does his thing. Uh, Delaney Walker does his thing. Uh, the Ravens' defense does their thing. Um, and they, you know, they put up 123 points, and they have down weeks of Fitz, 7, Hilton, 7, uh, Melvin Gordon at 10. Uh, so a down week puts up 123 points. The Bruins are a tough, tough team uh, to be. And, hey, they did enough to win this week, but 122 points would have basically beaten everybody except the Maniacs, the Brawlers, and the Miners this week. So even though they had a down week, they would have beat everybody with three teams in this league anyway. All right, guys, that's it. That's the week that was. Uh, like I said, the biggest thing we'll get the schedule coming ahead is going to be the Specters Outlaws because that's going to determine who wins the division, the playoff seating. Uh, and then it's not even the Brawlers against any. It's the Brawlers against the Miners, uh, even though they are playing each other. But the win-loss means nothing this week. It's just points. And like I said, miners need to win by about, what I say, 73 points or what have you. Other than that, it's a whole bunch of teams hoping for not a lot of injuries. Uh, I'll be on Sunday to talk as we uh, the games progress. Stop by, chat with me. And then, of course, I'll be back next Tuesday, same time, to look back at the week that was and try to figure out what the hell happened. With that, I'm out. Guys, have a good week. Enjoy. Talk to you Sunday.
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.